Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing today? I um, admit that I woke up this morning and I was like edgy and I felt like I wanted to cry and it just felt like the world was, I don't know, like in upheaval. And so I did my usual clearing and stomping around and did all my chores, and it didn't go away, and so then I realized, okay, this is some sort of sign, what do I need to do now? So then I smudged my house, and I feel significantly better. (laughs) Yeah, although when I was outside, it's still even genius, like this, I don't know, this weird energy this morning, and that does happen when there's upheavals in the world, which... Oh, my goodness. Happens almost every day, doesn't it? And so I wanted to do today's show about getting guidance because there's a lot of energy that's not as clear as it used to be or it's not such a straight line. It's wavy. It's curly. And we need to pay attention to the details, the nuances, the little signs, because that's how we train ourselves to catch them, right? In the world of signs, it's very metaphysical, it's very mystical, it's a lot of archetypes. It's not even close to being as literal as we might like it sometimes, right? We want to know those straight lines, but that's the world we live in. We have to figure out the language of our guidance and how we get these messages. So if you've been listening, I said at the beginning of this year, one of my intentions was to get out more and interact more. And so many things have happened to let me know that that's a very bad idea. (laughs) I need to just let that go. If you've been listening, you know that I'm having some challenges with my horses. I'm taking care of some pretty sick horses. They are improving. My my little one, he's got a slow recovery, but he is recovering. It's kind of heartbreaking. I find it really hard being empathic when something is in pain or not feeling well. And so it's a challenge. It's a challenge, and my my work schedule, my life is all revolving around the animals, which that is a sign. I don't need to get out more. I don't need to um, do things that I might not be as comfortable with. Why can't I just stay home? But isn't that the point? We kind of 
um, get stuck in a pattern or we're kind of content to always think we're doing the wrong thing, that we could be doing more, we could be more, we should be more successful, we should make more money, we should be happier, we should be living our purpose, we should be passionate about everything. Like all these things that we feel like we should, 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 should. But who says? And then there's the flip side of that. Oh, we should live a more simple life. We need to downsize. We need to declutter. We need not to have so much. But you need to simulate the economy, but don't have so much. We are receiving so much conflicted information every day that we need to know ourselves to know what fits and what doesn't. Self-awareness is the key to everything, to finding out what your purpose is, to finding out what you believe in, to finding out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Because when things are bumpy, we tend to blame ourselves. We feel guilty. Well, why didn't I know this horse was sick? Why wasn't I home when they smashed through the fence? And then my bowls yesterday, I was tutoring, and then I had clients in the afternoon, and I go out to do my morning chores, and they totally smashed a corral fence. Now, this isn't the time of year they usually do that. That's usually around May when they're thinking they need to be out with the ladies. But they smashed the corral fence so they could walk out with the ladies, but they stayed in the corral because they have a bail buffet. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm working right away, so I don't have time to go to the fence, and I don't want to park my bail truck there because one of the reasons that it probably got smashed is because my younger bull, actually I think he's the same age, but he seems younger, he thinks like that trough, you know, that could hold grain or wheelbarrows, or their mineral tub back scratcher. He feels they all need to get beat up every now and again. So the trough was upside down in the pen, because that's what he, where he had beat it up the last time. He managed to flip it over and like have a fight with it around the pen. It is so funny to watch, especially the mineral tub back scratcher because it's on a chain and it swings back and it'll hit him, and he gets so mad, even though he's the one that did it. It's hilarious. But still, he didn't need to smash all the fence. And so that's what happened. And he, they probably, well, he was fighting with that one. The other bull was like, oh, you want to fight? Okay, let's have a little fistful. And they smashed the fence. But they didn't get out. They stayed in. The fence back up. Sometimes I can, like, do that and camouflage it enough that everybody stays where they're supposed to. No. By the time I got myself ready, ready to drive to work, I seen my diva longhorn Annabelle was in with the bulls enjoying the bell buffet. I mean, I don't really blame her, but you know, I'm kind of hoping, hoping my camouflage fence fixing would work because I couldn't park the bell truck there because Jimothy would beat it up, and I just wasn't down with that. And so by the time um, we all got home from work, there was a bunch of cows in there, and we had to put a panel across the hole and sort everybody out. It all worked out okay because nobody was cycling, so nobody was getting accidentally pregnant or anything like that. But then that was only 
got home from work, and then we had supper, and then we wanted to do some more chores, and the bulls had already tried to smash that. Like, seriously? But the bad part is that these it's these white, like, metal rods, and I really didn't want them to stab themselves and move all that. I'm also hoping that the bull that created all this havoc tired himself out, so he'll be for the rest of this day. <laughs> I do love it. They entertain me so much. They do. And it's, you know, I'm taking it as divine guidance that I need to just enjoy my time at home taking care of all the animals and then enjoy my job tutoring and clients and all the things that I do and weddings, and just simply enjoy. Try to worry less, which is hard, right? When things are stuck in our energy and we're worrying and we're wondering, we do turn to divine guidance. I love dimes because I will find dimes in crazy places just to let me know things are okay. Because isn't that what we want? I mean, yes, we want solid answers on how things are going to go, but let's be realistic with ourselves. When someone tells us what to do, we don't really like it. We don't always want to listen. So then divine guidance, I mean, the universe is smart, right? The universe knows this. So it's in the signs and symbols that we interpret to get our answers because when you figure it out for yourself, it is that much more powerful. It's just how we're wired. So finding times, yay. Dreaming about my grandmother, who I adore. And that gives me clues all the time on how things are going to go and what I could do. It was interesting because I've had, I have a series of dreams about her, and it's very similar. And this time, it was a completely different one that was so much better. It had some of the same scenes, but it was a different storyline, and that tells me things are going to change for the better. But that didn't, like that insight didn't come right away. It came from writing down dreams. It came from paying attention to what happened after I would have dreams, and paying Paying attention to how the dream made me feel. How I felt when I was dreaming the dream. Who were the people interacting with me? What was the outcome? I love dreams that are like stories. They have a beginning and an end. Those are the ones you want to interpret. When the dreams are around all over the place, those are venting dreams in which you're letting go letting go of situations, letting go of interactions. You're, you're venting out the angst and the worry of it. So when you have those, celebrate, be happy, but don't worry about interpreting. I mean, you can, of course, but really just accept them as venting dreams and be happy that you have that avenue, right? <sighs> I know when I have a lot of dreams about placements, there's some subconscious crud coming out and gives me an opportunity to deal with it because 
you have to deal with it, don't we? <laughs> no more. No more. So when you have a big question and you would like an answer, why don't you write it down? Write it down as a story. Write it down as a soul letter. If you are inclined to do that, if you want to know how to do that, it's on my website under tools. But write it down because writing things down, not typing, writing connects both sides of your brain. Typing might too, but I find writing it down just has more significance. It makes it more powerful. And then wait for the answer. You can do it by writing, automatic writing. You can do it, ask for answers with your pendulum, unless you're me, and I can make the pendulum say things. Um, I use mine for clearing, because otherwise I just, I energetically I can make it do what I want, which is great for clearing. <laughs> um, so if you write it down, your big question, and then wait to see what happens. Pay attention to the energies you feel. Pay attention to the things people say to you, because here's the deal. It's like solving a puzzle. You get the clues, and you solve it. And some of the clues could be through audience, where you overhear a conversation or someone tells you something that you needed to hear, or you read it. That article pops up in your newsfeed just when you are wondering about something. How often does that happen to you? To you getting the information you've requested. But it's subtle. So you do have to have a certain level of awareness on what fits and what doesn't. Because that's, again, the point of us being here in this incarnation. We are seeing what fits. What doesn't, it was never meant to be easy breezy. Nobody has it easy breezy. Just not what this environment is about. But we are constantly learning and growing. It's like graduate school. Not easy. A lot of work. Don't know what that is yet. You might be clairvoyant, and you're the one that has those vivid story dreams that gives you tons of information. Understand Your Dreams book by Alice Ann Parker is one of my favorite, favorite, favorites. We're constantly getting information. We just have to sort through and figure out what fits, what doesn't, what is guidance, what is distraction? <laughs> oh, we're so good at distractions, aren't we? Kind of amazing. It just, it's the environment we're in. If you find yourself getting caught up in distractions, just ask yourself why. What are you avoiding? Do you not want to deal with? But there is a difference between distractions and self-care. If reading your Facebook newsfeed first thing in the morning makes you happy, that's self-care. 
if it starts to annoy you, that's distraction. There's a lot of heavy, thick energies, and we're getting bogged down. You know, one of the other things that's coming up for clients in the last few weeks is um, like karmic debts and soul contracts and why are they keep, do they keep having to deal with these certain type of people. Again, it's for your own learning. And don't be too quick to dismiss or get rid of the people that are annoying you because if you haven't learned what you need to learn, somebody else will show up and take their place. And some people, that's why they're here, to help you learn, grow, to help you deal with different types of situations. And if they're, you know, really triggering you and upsetting you and you want to just calm the energy down a bit, remember, freeze their name. <laughs> My favorite. Write their name on a piece of paper, put it in a little baggie of water, and freeze it. Freeze it. I just came across um, in my new feed a new book for empaths about psychic vampires and energy attacks and psychic attacks and all of that. <sighs> right? It's, it's that heavy, dense energy that we do experience. Psychic attacks can come from people feeling jealous. Psychic attacks can come from people just being mad. I swear I got one from my one of my horses this morning because he was cranky. He was cranky because I tried to sneak some medicine in his food. Busted. Yeah, I have to suck up to him later. Just a little. I have a plan. But from people, it can be bigger than we anticipate it. There's this whole energy of I need to be better than you to feel good about myself that people can become so entangled in that they make decisions that might not be the healthiest. It might be destructive for themselves, self-sabotage. But they do it anyway. Don't even know that they know they're doing it. And so just, my point is just to be aware. If someone is doing that and you're trying to help them and it's not going well, honor the space they're in because they need to learn their own lessons. We can create karmic debts we don't want by trying to help someone that's not ready for it or trying to take over someone's lessons or life when they need to figure it out themselves. Um, just yesterday, I was working with someone, and she had sent healing, and she was concerned that she was prolonging something that wasn't up to her to prolong, and I said, no. You're not violating anyone's energy by doing that because you are sending healing, and it's up to them to accept it or reject it. When someone sends you a psychic attack, it's up to you to accept it or reject it. If you get that ping and that feeling,
feeling in your solar plexus chakra after talking to someone or being near someone, it's a psychic attack. And they don't always know they're doing it. They're just snarling because, oh, how come you look so good today? Or aren't you just privileged? We do it, though. And let's be real. We send it to people, too. Oh, come you got a new car. Like, it's human nature. But be aware of it. So if you find that you're sending psychic attacks and jealousy to people, you might want to consider sending them some blessings too. Look at yourself. Why does it bother you? You could have what they're having if you wanted to. You could find a way to make it work. And I guarantee you that you don't really want their life. Pretty sure nobody wants my life right now where I'm cleaning up horse shit every day, <laughs> two, three times a day, giving medicine to little horses, energetically working with them because I want them to get better, but it's a slow process. I'm learning lots of patience, lots of patience, and just being. I have to say my other horse did spook me this morning because he was so cranky. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to hang out in your pen for too long. I'll just do what I need to do here and move on. I'll clean your pen when I turn you out later. He's having a bad day, too. (laughs) We all do. But you know what? Here's something I want to ask you. Even when it's been so terrible, even when you're, like, almost ready to lose hope, when has it not ever worked out? It may not work out the way you want, but it always works out, doesn't it? Always have these lessons to learn. And when you ask for your divine guidance, pay attention to how it shows up. Be open. Don't be attached to a certain outcome. Don't be attached to a certain sign. This happens um, a lot when people want medium readings, when they want to talk to a crossover loved one. They will get something in their mind that the loved one is going to say or do. You know, I've shared this before. And so they get a little distracted because they're just waiting anxiously for that to happen. But I tell you what, their crossover loved one won't do it. You know why? Because they don't want to be boxed into that's the only way. They want you to be more open to receiving answers and guidance in several ways, not just one. And sometimes later on we'll be having a conversation if I run into the people and they then I will say what they wanted to hear, but not when they're in the session. Why? Because it's not up to you to dictate the terms. You can try. It's not going to work, though, and all you're doing is ruining your own experience. Again, when you're asking for divine guidance, asking questions, and wanting to receive answers, be open, or you're going to miss the answers. And the answers may not be what you want. That will be careful what you wish for, right? We got this, though. We do. Enjoy the things that make you happy. Like, I fully enjoyed swearing at my bowls yesterday. 
like, were you the one that did this, little bull? And he just looks at me and walks away, like, whatever. He didn't care. Was not concerned at all. But I enjoyed giving him trouble. <laughs> then I go talk to my horses, and I'm all soft and sweet. <laughs> the boys need a different energy. It's not even their time to make my life challenging. Brats. That certainly brings you to the present moment, though. We we can't lose hope. Hope is huge. And hope also helps us to um, figure things out in a creative way. To let go of our expectations on how things are supposed to be. Those are the lessons I'm learning with my horses right now. because they are not doing what I want them to do. I want them to to get better and things go back to, like, happy, happy, joy, joy. And they're like, well, it's not that simple, Shannon. We need to work through all this stuff. You're going to be patient with us, because I'm the one that's with them 75% of the time. So it's for me. Luckily, my family is, um, we're good at working on this stuff together. But I also have to be careful not to um, blame myself, not to um, get stuck in that energy of, why didn't I take the little horse to the vet sooner? It was, it was difficult to know. And I can't focus on my regrets because... I can change the energy of it, but I can't change what happened. Does that make sense? Don't get stuck in that. Don't get stuck in the, well, if I would have only done this, and then this would have happened, because you don't know that. Don't know that. Because we have lessons to learn, and things to experience, and it's all interconnected and beautiful if we could see it from the bigger picture. But when we're in it, we can't. It's too much. Ask for help. I struggle with that. I struggle with asking for help. It's something I have to work on. My world in chaos right now because of all the things I'm dealing with, I tend to retreat. Again, why I was trying not to (laughs) with my intention, but bad idea. Yeah. We're getting a lot of um, energy hit. You know, where something will happen or you'll hear hear something or you'll think about something and make a decision and it makes you feel so good. Trust that. Trust that expansive, uplifting energy. And take it day by day. Go for those goals. Figure out what you want. Figure out how you want your life to be and then start taking the steps to make it happen. Ask for the guidance and pay attention to what happens. Stuck. Stuck in that heavy energy of if only or I wish. It's challenging, though. I'll be walking across the yard and looking at the cows and just hoping everyone's healthy. And and it's hard with the energy that we're dealing with every day in the world. It's hard not to let your thoughts go to worry and panic and stress. But we have to let those just flow through 
our best to let them go and focus on all the good things and the positive things and the things that make us joyful. I know for my children, if they're on social media too much, they get crusty and they're snarky. And not just the usual teenage snarkiness, it's a little more. And so we go do something outside or they have to clean the cat box, you know, something. And remind them that their world doesn't have to just be that. Do something else. Because they can get stuck in there just like we can, right? So if I said to you right this second, what is your way to get answers? What would it be? Is it dreams? Is it that soft, intuitive voice telling you? Is it feelings in your body? Is it just a gut feeling? Do you find that when you write things down, it becomes clearer? What's your go-to? And then practice it. Practice, practice, practice. Intuition's like a muscle. Better you get at it. And the energies right now are supporting us in this. You want to be more intuitive? Now is the time to develop it. It's interesting because our path, like our choices and decisions in our path, is not a clear straight line. But the energy of supporting us to make our own decisions and becoming aware of why is. It's like we're all becoming our own coach. I find that amazing. I find that amazing. Becoming more aware of what lowers our energy, like whether it's food, people, situations. And we're also finding new ways to make peace with what's happening or to change it. And it's this ability to kind of step away from our life and look at it with a fresh perspective, a new vision, I guess we could call it, and see the pieces for what they are, the good, the challenging, what our expectations are. We can still get stuck in this, oh, if only I won a lottery and then life would be easy because my bills would be paid easily. But you know what? Most people that win a lottery blow it all because they can't handle it. So what can you do now to create that same energy to make your life what you would like it to be? We do know because we dream it. Daydream about it. But when we have pieces of it or all of it, we're so conditioned not to see it, to think we're not good enough, to think we're not doing enough, that we can miss it. We can dismiss it. What's not? And enjoying what we do have, that first cup of coffee, that cup of tea in the afternoon, that good meal that you can make because you have the groceries. Celebrate those things. 
the laughter. I love my sarcastic friends. They make me happy. (laughs) I love some good sarcasm that makes you giggle. Lift me up. We'll lift you up. Find guidance without a doubt. Connecting and asking the questions is not the hard part. Listening, accepting, and understanding the answers is the hard part. But I know for sure you're doing more than you think you are. For every client that I do a reading for, there's so many validations. And their energy lights up when they realize that, yes, that they thought was true, the answers they asked for and got were true. They just need that, that coaching, right, that guidance that validation that you got this, because you do. But it's far from simple. Because <laughs> we're just not simple. We seem to like things a little more complicated. I know. Don't mean to ourselves, I tell you what. Don't mean to ourselves. Okay, let's cleanse our chakras. Okay. I'd like you to put your feet flat on the floor to find and look at a spot on the ceiling or the wall. Focus your attention on the sound of my voice. Give yourself a few deep breaths to relax. A nice deep breath in to relax your mind. And out. Nice deep breath in to relax your body. And out. Then to relax your emotions. And out. (sighs) Nice breath in. Letting go. And let's do this again. Deep breath in to relax your mind, and out in to relax your body, and out, deep breath in to relax your emotions, and out, (sighs) breath in to let go, nice. To relax your mind. And out. Sorry, I forgot to end out. Be distracted. Deep breath in to relax your body. And out. Deep to relax your emotions. And out. eyes may be starting to blink, get heavier, put your attention on your left foot and feel it completely relax. Allow a delicious wave, tingly relaxation to slowly roll from the bottoms of your feet, up through your shins, your knees, 
through your thighs, to your torso. Up to your neck, down your arms, and up out the top of your head. Your entire body is now relaxed, warm, and comfortable. Now I'd like you to visualize or imagine the bottom of your feet deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the earth. Now imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots, traveling into the bottoms of your feet, traveling up your leg, past your knee, into your thigh, and then those balls of white light meet together at your root chakra. Now let's clean that root chakra until it's nice and shiny and healthy. It might be by spinning it. It could be just by focusing on it. It's going to clean it through intention and awareness. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Ooh, nice. Okay, now that that one's nice and clean and balanced, let's move up. Clean that one until it's balanced. free from crud, and healthy. Nice. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. That one's nice and clean. Let's move up to our solar plexus chakra. Let's clean that one until it's balanced and healthy. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. A little more cleaning, balancing.
clean and healthy, let's move up to our heart chakra. Let's clean this one. Until it's healthy and balanced. Cleaning, 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 cleaning. Just a little bit more. All right, perfect. All right, now let's move up to our throat chakra and let's give this one a nice thorough cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. Now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in the forehead. We're going to clean this one until it's balanced. Cleaning, cleaning. Cleaning, cleaning. a ball of light above your head. <sighs> We're going to let go of any stresses, anything that's still feeling a little bit stuck in our energy as we move this ball of light down through our forehead. It's just going to do an extra little clearing down through our throat, down into our chest, down through our tummy, Clearing, giving us clarity, giving us understanding. It goes to our pelvis, and then it's going to split into two and move down through our hips, through our thighs, past our knees, through our shins, down out the bottoms of our feet, deep, 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 deep into Mother Earth, grounding us, anchoring us, allowing us to pull in this energy when we need it. If you feel like during the day you're feeling a little lightheaded or a little foggy, just visualize these roots to ground your energy, and it will support you with clarity and understanding. We got this. Okay, give yourself one last nice breath in. 
let's continue the rest of this day. I'm wishing you some clarity. Um, pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to how you receive your divine guidance. And just be present in your life. See how it goes. So I'm going to say goodbye a little bit early because I have some things to do. And I wish you a fabulous rest of the day. And I'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.